We are the remnant. 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 Welcome back. I have an amazing guest, uh, somebody who has impacted my life, the life of my family, especially some non-believers that were in my family. Now they're believers. And uh, I have to say, it's probably because of this gentleman's work. Let me read a little bit of his bio. He's an atheist turned Christian and a former award-winning legal editor of the Chicago Tribune, uh, also a New York Times bestselling author uh, for more than 40 books. And uh, he sold more than 14 million copies in total. He's just coming out with a new uh, film, which is uh, after another one of his books. It's called The Case for Heaven. Lee Strobel, welcome to the program, sir. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. It's a blessing. And uh, we were talking a little bit in the green room about, you know, how I had a near-death experience. Uh, What inspired you to tackle this topic of death and the afterlife? Well, I almost died uh, several years ago. My wife found me unconscious. Um... Ambulance took me to the emergency room. I woke up and the doctor looked down at me and said, you're one step away from a coma, two steps away from dying. And then I fell unconscious again. Uh, I had a a rare condition called hyponatremia, which is a severe drop in blood sodium levels and um, hovered between life and death for quite a while there, Uh, which is a very clarifying experience, to be honest. I mean, isn't it? I mean, you, you begin to say to yourself, you know, nothing is more important than what happens after I close my eyes for the last time in this world. Um, And so even though I'm a Christian, I believe what the Bible teaches about the afterlife. I've also kind of got a skeptical streak. I mean, my background's in journalism and law. And so, um, you know, as I came out of that, I wanted to really kind of investigate uh, what is the evidence for the afterlife? What is the evidence for heaven and hell? And uh, that launched me on a several year project to write the book and now the film coming out. Amazing. You know, it's so interesting to me, this topic, because, you know, everybody is interested about what's going to happen after they die. Yeah. And so so you as an investigative journalist have interviewed a bunch of people on this. And, you know, what is uh, the evidence that you're bringing forth in the in the film? Just give us a little teaser uh, about this topic, about, you know, the near death experiences and what these people have gone through. Sure. I think, um, you know, first of all, do we have a soul? Are we just a physical body or do we have a soul that survives our physical demise? And I make the case of yes. I interview a neuroscientist with a PhD from Cambridge University that I think demonstrates powerfully that we're not just a body, we're not just a brain, but we're a soul as well. Um, And look at the resurrection of Jesus, because if Jesus was resurrected, then he's an eyewitness to the afterlife. Uh, And not only that, but he he confirms his identity of being the son of God. So he's a creator of the afterlife. So we ought to pay attention to what he says about the afterlife. But the most fascinating thing I investigated were near-death experiences. Uh, I was a skeptic about them. I thought that maybe they were just hallucinations brought about by uh, oxygen deprivation to the brain or something like that. But I found there have been 900 scholarly articles written in scientific and medical journals over the last 40 years about near-death experience. It's a very well-studied scientific phenomenon. And what's interesting is the Lancet, which is the famous medical journal in England, uh, concluded that um, none of the alternative explanations can fully account for this phenomenon. 
Uh, and so I looked at cases where we have corroboration that indeed someone did survive their physical death. In other words, they saw things or experienced things it would be impossible if they had not had an authentic um, near-death experience. That's right. So to give an example, one of the famous cases, a woman named Maria who died in a hospital in Los Angeles, I believe it was. Um, and she described later how her soul separated from her body. She observed the resuscitation efforts and then her soul floated outside the hospital and then came back. And when she, her soul and her body were reunited and she was resuscitated, she said, oh, by the way, um, uh, there's a tennis shoe on the roof of the hospital. It's wow. a, it, it's, it, yeah, it's left footed. It's dark blue. It's a man's tennis shoe. There's a little wear over the little toe and the shoelace is tucked under the heel. And they oh. went up there and they found it exactly as she said. Oh my goodness. It's yeah. kind of hard to argue that, you know, it's like, you know, what was she hanging out on the roof? Before? <laughs> exactly. Wow. That's this just one so example. This is amazing because, you know, I had my own personal, you know, near death experience, which I share with yeah. you and it was crazy. So, you know, I got stabbed nine times in Los Angeles, actually. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, on the way to the hospital, I went into the presence of the Lord and I wow. felt like, you know, it was just like a white presence. It was hard to describe, but yes. I tangibly felt his presence. I knew it was in yes. the presence of the Lord. And he, and he said to me, do you want to live or do you want to die? And I said, I want to live. He says, well, if you live, you got to let everybody know that I'm real and you got to be on fire for me. Now, this is 23 years ago, Lee. Yeah. yeah and so, you know, I went to Bible school, became a pastor. What are you going to do after you had that? Yeah, that's right. And I'm telling everybody, Jesus is real, you know, and, and yeah. God is real. And, you know, it's just amazing uh, th this type of, you know, th this type of work that you did, because no, I don't really know anybody that did uh, a film like this. I mean, I can't. Yeah. Is, is there anything that you found that's kind of similar? Because I haven't really found anybody that's done it from an investigative journalist standpoint. You were an atheist and here yeah. you are on this journey and, you know, it convinced you. And now you're convincing so many others by hard yeah. evidence. Yeah. You know, your story is fascinating because it's so consistent with what these other cases have shown. Um, wow. We have 93 cases that were studied. And of those 93 cases where they made verifiable observations of things during their near-death experience, sort of like the tennis shoe on the roof, yeah. 93 cases, in those cases, 92% of them were absolutely absolutely accurate. Another 6% were almost exactly accurate. So it's 98% accuracy. In fact, we have 21 cases of people who are blind, many of them blind since birth, and yet they were able to see during their near-death right. experiences. It's wow. absolutely my, And here's the, here's the most exciting thing to me, is that John Burke, who uh, is a Christian pastor yeah. and studied a thousand near-death experiences, has concluded that if you look at what the common traits of what happens in near-death experiences, and yours is a good example. Um, if you look at the common traits and not just how people interpret them, but what actually takes place, it is consistent with Christian theology. Yes. That's a powerful conclusion. That, that's huge because the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus right. and, 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 you know, his word is just constantly being proven true. It's yes. amazing that after all these years, you would think somebody would have been able to prove something. Yes. Uh, but, but it's actually the opposite. It just continues to show us more of the truth. This is your second yeah. time that one of your books has been turned into a movie. Yes. You know, what's the difference in the experience from the last time to this time? Is there any difference? Yeah, the first time uh, The Case for Christ was a feature film. So there were actors and a script and everything. This is a documentary. Um, uh. It was totally unscripted. So I didn't know what to expect. We traveled all over the country from Portland, Oregon, to Louisiana, to Chicago, to Phoenix, 
all over the country to film this thing, interview people and so forth. And um, um, it was totally all unscripted. So what you see is kind of real time what you get. Love it. Uh, and the, the director, Manny Sandoval, is a uh, from an immigrant family from Guatemala that came to South Central L.A., totally poor. Their, their father was a was a, uh, a pastor and um, he and his brother ended up becoming successful business people who are now making movies. And so he kind of made it with a bit of a Hispanic uh, flavor to yeah. it. And which I think is really interesting because we really want to see this in the Latin American markets. We believe it's an important yes. film for that. Absolutely. And, you know, what do you, what do you hope that people take away from this? You know, they go to see the film or, you know, and then we, we're going to get into how they can find the film in just a second. But, you know, what do you want people to take away as the writer of this? Well, I think in this time of COVID, where 29% of Americans know someone who's died uh, during the pandemic, my brother, for instance, died at the beginning of the pandemic. And um, people are wondering, uh, how can I be sure that there's an afterlife? And uh, I hope they walk away from this experience of this film and the book of saying, you know what? The evidence is strong. It's powerful. It's persuasive. This, this life is just the beginning of an eternity that we can have in the presence of God forever. That's such a big deal because, you know, the Apostle Paul says to live as Christ, to die as gain. And yes. a lot of times we're focused on, you know, what we can get out of this life. But the truth is we're just passing through That's and, right. you know, we're going to be ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ for eternity. Uh, so yes. that kind of a big deal. Eternity is a long time. Yeah, that's uh, right. So uh, you're right. You know, and, and, and a lot of people have dealt with, you know, uh, unexpected deaths. And I mean, I hear a lot of them as a pastor myself, you know, constantly. Yeah. And so this does give tremendous hope to those that are watching the film is, is that we're always living in view of eternity. You yes. know, we're alive. We're always living in view of eternity. And so uh, that's the, the deal. You know, where, where can people yeah. go to find out more about the film, purchase tickets and things like that? Yeah, it's going to be in movie theaters, a uh, thousand theaters across the country on three nights uh, only, uh, April 4th, 5th and 6th. Okay. And uh, if they go to thecasefourheavenmovie.com, uh, they can see the trailer and uh, get about the movie theaters and everything. So we're seeing already a lot of churches renting out movie theaters uh, to show yes. it to the congregations and things like that. Uh, we hope that it, it really sparks a, um, um, many people coming to faith because we have, we have a very powerful uh, segment of the movie where we interview an atheist who went to hell after his near-death experience, in his near-death oh, experience. Wow. Yeah, and it, yeah. and it, it will absolutely curl your hair, what he described. Well, he reached out to God. Uh, God rescued him from that experience. And when he recovered, he not only resigned his professorship at a, at a major university, he not only renounced his atheism, he not only became a Christian, he became an ordained pastor. And Come on. today is a pastor of a little <laughs> church. So it changed his life. But when you see that, you know, you go, the, you know, as you said earlier, everything's hanging in the balance here. This is not pretend or make believe or wishful thinking. This is reality. That's the exactly what you just said. I, you know, I do a Sunday service and on Sunday, we just talked about this is, is this is reality. You know, this yeah. is reality. You know, there's a lot of fake stuff going on, metaverses and things like that, but there's right. a real truth reality. The fact is that God is real. The afterlife is real. And yeah. if we take this all into account and understand this as the reality of our world, this, this is a game changer. It changes that's the way right. we live our life. It changes everything that's intentional in our life, you know, how yeah. we live it. And uh, man, I mean, yeah, just show you know, one more. Yeah. 
Somebody said something to me that I thought was really interesting. They said, heaven, when you believe in heaven, as I do based on the evidence, when you believe in heaven, it's like having a vacation on your calendar. <laughs> That's right. He said, in other words, if you're really busy at work and, you, and there's a lot of stress and a lot of difficulty and times are hard and times are difficult, if you have a vacation on your calendar, like in two months, you're going to Maui for three weeks, yes. it's easier to cope with the difficulties of the current life. And in the That's same right. way, when heaven is on your calendar, so to speak, you can deal with the difficulties of life because you know, yeah, 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 I know this is hard. I know it's difficult in this world, but guess what? On my calendar someday, I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to be with God forever. And it's going to make all this worthwhile. I love it. I love it. You know, it's like a permanent vacation. That's right. <laughs> I look forward to vacations. Hey, what about if you have a permanent one where you get to <laughs> rule and reign with the king of kings and lord of lords? There you go. Yeah, this is amazing. Lee, you're an inspiration, man. I just want to thank you for the work that you've done. Like I said, it's affected my own family. We enjoy it. Uh, if they can't get it when it's in theaters, is it going to come out yeah. streaming and different things like that? Yeah. Yes. It will come out on the stream. We're negotiating now with a couple of platforms. We don't know which one it'll be on, but um, uh, if you keep going back to the case for uh, the case for heaven movie.com, we'll, we'll update you and let you know what the streaming service is going to be. Wonderful. And we'll keep our audience informed as well. We're going to put the information below. We have an amazing man of God, Lee Schrobel. The movie is called The Case for Heaven. It's going to be available very soon. And we'll make sure to post as soon as it is. And we'll also put the information in the, in the uh, interview here. But Lee, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Great to be with you. God bless you and all your viewers. God bless you. And we'll be right back with the Talk to Mouth. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconado.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.